Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey. And Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Manu. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. And that's what we try to do here every single day. Because we don't know everything. Okay? We got to have a little forgiveness for our uh, our unknowing sometimes. <laughs> and then when we do know, then we have the opportunity to do better. It is Tuesday, June 9th, 2020. 
I am a ripe 42 years old as of yesterday. Steven Woo! is a ripe 30 years old as of yesterday. Yeah. And Jeff is still as old as he was yesterday. <laughs> 21. 21. Oh, gosh. Uh, we are very excited to be joined by one of our favorite after buzzers and WWE super fan. He hosts, uh, I believe it's our Raw After Show. Uh, Flobo Boyce is in the house. How's it going? My birthday is in like two and a half weeks. So no I have way. The connection. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm not a Gemini, though, but it's all good. Oh, well. Well, it was really nice having you on the show, Flobo. Um, Thank you. Thanks we, for inviting me. we don't deal with cancers. We only deal with Gemini's here. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, we are really excited because we are featuring returning guest WWE superstar Charlotte Flair will be here in just a little bit in honor of WWE Evolution that's going to be re-airing tonight. I will be uh, appearing on WWE Backstage for a viewing party along with the ladies of the WWE, which I'm very excited. I always get so excited when they invite me to be a part of things because they're my family, and I'm like, oh, I love them. So very excited. Um, Also very excited to acknowledge my husband for continuously living in Kaizen and, and making continuous improvements here in our studio. He just redid our background because... We just didn't think it was enough, and now it's uh, it's getting there. We're we're working on some more lighting and things like that, so um, or better lighting, and just always trying to get better. It looks so good. Yeah, yeah, I think it looks really good. I can't wait to see it on screen today. Um, before we get to our first topic of the day, I would love to say thank you, of course, for you guys joining us. If you haven't joined us over at Patreon, please do. If you just go into the summary, click the link on Patreon and join us at any level. We're having really incredible discussions over there that are uh, thought-provoking, inspiring, and really helpful. And I think uh, if you are in a place where you want to continue learning and growing, it's a great place to do it with us. Our quote of the day The most dangerous woman of all is the one who refuses to rely on your sword to save her because she carries her own. Oh, yeah. Drop the mic. R.H. Sin. No clue who that is. But... It's a writer. He's a novelist. Ooh, he's a novelist. Yes. Well, I love that. Uh, I got my own sword, yo. I figured it was good for the queen, right? That felt like it was on brand for the show today. Both queens. Our queen uh, sitting in the host chair and, of course, Charlotte Flair. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So, Flobo, how have you been? I'm good, you know. Trying to uh, make sense of the new normal. 2020 has been a ride and a half, and it's only June. Am I right? It's only June. Yes. Okay. so, So, first, it was the pandemic, which now I, I I don't even know what the hell is happening with the pandemic because that is just like such old news. And I feel like kind of nobody cares anymore in a weird way. Like I'm hearing people are on sets and through friends who are starting to work and nobody cares. No one is wearing masks. No one is social distancing. And I'm like, okay, I would be more scared if I didn't have this feeling that perhaps we're going to be okay despite. I have a feeling that perhaps there will be mercy had (laughs) on us um, and we aren't going to have this crazy resurgence of it. I don't know if it's 
going to weaken or what is going to happen, act of God. But I just, I really hope that uh, this hopeful feeling I have is going to come to fruition and we're going to be okay because obviously, you know, we're in the midst of uh, a complete, um, you know, revolution and, and, um, and we're, we're out protesting and there's no social distancing going on there either, uh, but for good cause. So, um, I mean, I guess at the end of this month, we'll really know how powerful this COVID thing really is. Right. Sure. sure. Yeah, so. it does seem it does seem that the the COVID uh, news cycle has pretty much minimized with the more pressing issues. But hey, I still went to the store this morning and I made sure to wash my hands before and after. You know, social distancing six feet apart. You can only do your part, right? Yeah. You can only put yourself uh, to the guidelines the best of your personal ability. So totally. Yeah, I'm just so shocked that people are going back to sets and not, you know playing by the rules let's say yeah yeah a lot of the, a lot of things we do i mean i, I perform too i'm a stand-up comedian and uh I, I think the the notion of going to a small comedy club and grabbing the same microphone it gives me the heebie-jeebies nowadays but and you know, for a lot of people there isn't a new guideline so just let's go back to what we're doing before and uh that yeah. may be dangerous but the only can do is just look out for yourself when it comes to keeping yourself clean right yeah well the thing so it's so hard with the news. They're just so adorable. Um, <laughs> you know, yesterday, like before I went to bed, I was looking at Twitter and it was like, Arizona prepping for like, you know, the apocalypse. Like, you know, their their cases are maybe surging or something and or they're preparing for a surge. Jeff, our resident newsman, how much do you know here? Well, you know, it's... Again, I feel like I say this every day, but I feel like some outlets I'm seeing, things seem fine. Some outlets are panicking. It's very tough with the news cycle. Um, The thing I did see on CNN was that 14 states, um, unfortunately, yesterday experienced their highest spike yet. And like you said, when you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus, having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully, our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. Maria, it's a lot of the states that are a little less contained and populated. So, you know, like the North Dakotas and like the Arizonas, I think those peaks are imminent. They haven't happened yet. You know, in New York, things are kind of slowing down because uh, knock on wood, but I think they've peaked. It's like everybody got it already. Yeah. But (laughs) in the more open states where people have been less cautious, I think they're expecting, they're expecting peaks. Oh my. And we're- My family's in New York and always try to checking with them and see how everything's going, you know, and it's, it's, it was scary for a while. I felt like the rapid uh, infection rate was going to, you know, somehow encroach and break into our family, but luckily we've been fortunate, you know. Has your family been out protesting, Flobo? 
They have not. No. Uh, my parents are, are elderly. My dad is 70. My mom is 69. And my brother, he's a tin knocker. So he's essential work. So it's, it's not really an opportunity to do so. Got it. So they're, they're practicing social distancing for their health. Yeah. I had a hard time with it all too, because, you know, we're all protecting my mom and, you know, with her cancer and my dad is diabetic. And, um, but when they came to my neighborhood, I was like, okay, we'll be in the car. And then I'm hanging my sign outside my car. And then I was like, well, (laughs) I guess we could walk like a half a mile behind everybody. And so we kind of, you know, we, we delicately, participated so that we could do it as safely as we can. Um, but it is, it is so interesting that it's June and, um, you know, you just kind of think that anything can happen now, like, and it wouldn't shock us. (laughs) Yeah. But once the murder bees came out for a second, I was like, well, this is the kind of year we're going to have. Right. (laughs) Someone sent me, um, I think it was Joe. You guys sent me a picture of, um, like shark seagulls. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, real? Not real, like though. Photoshopped shark seagulls. Yeah, it was like a shark face and teeth and a mouth. I was ready to believe it. Honestly. I was like, it's 2020. Shark seagulls probably are the next thing. Yeah. No, it's... it's. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's the picture. Oh, my God. It's so creepy. I can't even look at it. <laughs> no. Make sure they can see this. I'm trying it. Guys, can you see? I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see this, uh, oh this reveal. Oh, my God. It's so creepy. It's so friggin' creepy because it looks so real. Okay. I, oh, wait. I see it now. I think it's totally possible, guys. Flobo, <laughs> uh, can you see? I cannot. Okay. You're going to have to text it to him so you can see it. Yeah, I'll text it right okay. now. Maybe if you switch your gallery view or something on Zoom, you'll be able to see it. This is very upsetting, Maria. <laughs> Flobo, you're on the west side right now. It's interesting. We've had so many people Hollywood area of the valley, but I think you're our first like Culver City west sider. What is the climate like over on that part of town? As far as the the protests, yeah. Or just as like, far as the protests, just yeah, everything. Uh, what I've seen is a lot more. I guess to the to our, oh, but that is a scary shark. Right? I, I'm sorry. That, right? <laughs> that's why you're asking me a serious question. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I uh, mean, this could happen tomorrow, and I don't think any of us would be shocked. We'd be shocked by the appearance, but we would not be shocked at anything that happens anymore. Correct. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why not? Murder uh, hornets and like, <laughs> I don't know, evil Santa's going to come out soon. I, it's just too much. <laughs> Christmas in July comes early. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> on the West Side, we've been kind of kind of chill, I guess, relatively speaking. There have been, I've seen bike processions of 100, 200 bike riders riding together. Uh, I was involved in a, in a mass jog uh, down Venice Boulevard. Uh, but the pictures you're seeing from like Hollywood or North Hollywood or downtown, as far as I can see, has not happened on that scale on this part of town. Interesting. How have you felt and uh, about everything, Flobo, and where we're at today, June 9th? That, again, is an understatement of the year, uh, but it's a very complex issue. Uh, I feel like I am... I have not been the most active on social about the subject, but that does not mean that my support is different or waivers in any way. As a person in this country of color, uh, a lot of people don't realize that every parent sits down their child at a certain age and says, you may not come home if a cop pulls you over. Here's what you do. 
to, to, to have yourself uh, a, a good chance of not getting into trouble on that way. And I guess I didn't realize that for millions of Americans, they don't have that. And so this issue to me was opening for me because my parents talked to me about 12 years old, uh, going to a predominantly white middle school. This is what happens if you get stopped on your way home from school uh, from an officer of the law. Uh, again, it's a lot of type of conversations. A lot of my uh, non-color, people of color friends ask me questions. I'm willing to be a resource for that. Uh, but I do think it's important that we all know that we're just Americans because on top of that, this, on top of that fear, we still have to keep our, keep our heads down the grindstone and achieve and pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, even though the playing field has never been leveled. Wow. First of all, did anyone else want to just lose it crying when he said what he just said? Yeah. I mean, I know you uh, guys are guys, but Flobo, you just freaking killed me. I think the... With the truth, with the hard truth. I think the worst part about it, Maria, is that I'm kind of like used to people saying that now. Like, it's it's crazy that that is a normal thing that so many of my black friends have told me that it's it's... It's hard to even fathom. Yeah, but the way you just put it was so even different because what you said was you thought that that was normal. Like you didn't realize nobody else was having those conversations. Like that is just so messed up. Um, You know, I remember right when this all was starting and I posted Black Lives Matter on my Instagram, there were some uneducated people that came at me and I just said, I'm like, you have to have empathy for the fact that people of color are scared when they're in their vehicle. (laughs) Like you can't be, you can't get into your car as a black person in this country and not be afraid of what's going to happen on a routine drive to the supermarket. Like, and, and I just, it didn't, I didn't understand how people don't get it, but at the same time, they probably don't have black friends, so they probably don't get it like that. And that's why I always say, when you know better, you get better. That's one of the things that people have to do right now is you have to start making friends if you don't have them so you can hear those stories, so they can hit your heart, so that you can feel it and understand it. And just like um, Jim Quick yesterday said, you know, the part of the process in in, you know, mindset and, and being limitless is, you know, is feeling, you have to feel it to connect it and to find your purpose or whatever it is. Um, if you don't feel it, it's not going to connect from the brain and the heart. Um, but man, that was, yeah. I think too, Flobo, just it contextualizing it with children, you know, like it's one thing it's obviously completely inexcusable to see the effects of systematic racism on adults, but to think of a 10-year-old Flobo walking home from school being positioned in a way that's not equivalent to the American life he deserves, is it's very upsetting, you know? It's a great uh, way to put it. It's definitely been a learning experience on, on both. And I'm, you know what I am glad about? People my age, uh, I'm proud to say that a lot of my friends have reached out and said, look, let's talk. You know, and I think that's the most important thing because a lot of people who may not be supporting the protest will say, what good will it do? 
Uh, but I think having the conversations and, and understanding where everyone's coming from, I mean, common ground is powerful. Sometimes people say it doesn't exist if they're being pessimistic, but I do think it does exist. I do think with more conversations, we could push the needle forward. That's the thing is, is having conversations. It's so important to be able to talk. And even just again yesterday with Jim Quick, um, if you didn't get to listen to the show, Flobo, I think you would love it. Um, I think anyone with a brain would actually love it because he's incredible and you could listen to him forever. But, um, you know, most people are so quick to insert their opinion. I just find opinion to be the lowest form of intelligence. Like you just, everybody's got, you know, too much of it. But yeah. if if you just listen and and have empathy and say, I wonder how it does feel to be on the other side of this issue. Um then you can find some common ground or you can give a little, you can understand better. But I think it's like, like he said yesterday, everyone's just waiting for you to finish moving your mouth so I can say what I feel because right. I want to be right. Yeah. But and, what about, or how about? Yeah. And <laughs> that know? doesn't get us anywhere. It just doesn't. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very unfortunate. You know, I see people commenting on things that they don't even know about. Like, if you don't know what something means, how can you, or what's behind it, how can you even comment on it and give your opinion on what you think? Because you're giving an opinion in an un- uneducated manner. True. Right? I mean, it, it's one of those things I always wonder that too. And and it's very easy to fall into your own bias because I can say, hey, look, I don't have as much problem as the next person. I, I went to graduate school or I I live in, in Venice or I live in Culver City, which, you know, has a different kind of location. But I went back to that conversation I had when I was a kid. It doesn't matter uh, what neighborhood you grew up in or how much money your parents have or what college you went to. For someone who doesn't know that backstory, you're still just someone of a certain skin color, a certain background. And I think that was the most sobering thought uh, growing up, that you can achieve all you want for yourself and for your family, but to others, you may just be seen as one kind of person. Yeah. What What do you think is going to um, change the most? Well... Maybe, and it's early to tell, that I think we're going to get just a little bit better about calling out people that say things are inappropriate. I had a friend on social media, at least I thought he was a friend, had posted a video uh, about how um, it's it's not fair that he, he has to bear the burden of the protest, for example. And a lot of friends said, hey, look, it's not that at all. I can't believe you're saying this. You made a video about it. Uh, so that was delightful to see that if people have ideas, not like in a mean way, not in a way to degrade that individual, but to say, hey, look, I disagree. And this is why I see that it is. Then that's all I can ask for. Will the world change overnight? No. I mean, the world hadn't changed in two generations, a lot of ways, from, from the civil rights movement. But I do think we are moving the needle. And that, that's the most important thing. So as long as our next generation knows about treating everyone civilly and by character, I do have hope in the human race. I really do. Maybe I'm being Pollyanna about it, but I really do. Yeah, I think so too. We were talking about it yesterday with Sanaa, who co-hosted with me. And um, I feel like when you see the fact that all 50 states came together. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past. But as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. Together, right? When you see that, it wasn't just in a few major cities. It was in the suburbs. Um, When you see that it's gone international, um, I think that, I think we are evolving and growing. It sometimes, unfortunately, takes more time than we would like. But, um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think change is upon us. And I think that we're all going to demand change. Um, I don't think there's going to be a, another tolerance level <laughs> other than that. I just don't. Right. Um, and so, you know, I'm really hopeful as well. Um, I also wonder, actually, and this wasn't in our um, our agenda today, but Stephen, there was something that someone tweeted last night on Vice about some crazy pattern in the sky. I don't know if you got to see this, but... Um, there was some star crazy random pattern and I'm like, I wonder if that's like, when you think about astrology and how it affects us, supposedly, um, there was, uh, there was a couple things in the sky that happened. Um, I know you're like looking for it, but if you don't know about it, we can find out more info and talk about it tomorrow. Does the great diamond sound familiar? Is that what you were seeing? There was the great diamond of Virgo. No. Okay. We'll we'll look it up and make sure we can put it in the show notes. Yeah, too. if you look up Gotham Chopra's Twitter, I think it was his tweet, um, and it was Vice, but it was crazy. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll we'll have to talk about it tomorrow. I think you just passed it. It was I could see Vice right at the top. There you go. See, what does it say right there? Oh, they've it's... uncovered a hidden pattern in a mysterious signal sent from space. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> oh, got it. So there's this um, there's this signal that has been transmitting for known history and nobody's ever seen any kind of message or pattern in it so the fact so this is kind of cool because we've been examining this radio signal it's like a radio wave frequency yeah, that yeah. seems like white noise coming from space for and the it past. only happens like every 157 years or something i think it's a little bit more frequent than that okay but there's there's like three or four recorded t- instances of of them picking up the signal, so I think it has to be more more. So is this like a spatial like Morse code? <laughs> is someone talking to us and being like, guys, your world's about to implode. Come to Mars. <laughs> well, I think the, the most interesting thing about it, in my mind, is that radio waves it it can be a multitude of things, right? So stars send out signals when they're imploding and stars send out supernova sends out signals. So it could be a star that's imploding in a pulse. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, sending out radio waves, I believe that's possible. Uh, but it could also like, if, if it's actually a radio wave sent to us from somewhere and then finding a pattern, which is kind of cool, it would have to be directed almost directly at us because radio waves, if they hit anything, 
in their way getting here, it's going to be, it's going to stop the signal. So like, I don't know. It's kind of cool to think about. See, I knew you would know what I was talking there's about. A, there's a science fiction book <laughs> I recommend called A Signal to Noise, which is all about this. this it's about uh, a signal coming to Earth and somebody actually decoding it. And I won't, I'm not going to say any more than that to waste our time. Do but you know who good. would decode it for us is AJ. AJ, yeah. Mr. Jelly Vet, let's get him on. Flobo, do you know AJ? Yes, I do. Oh, my God. He is. When I say I'm like madly in love with his brain he is the smartest human i've ever met in my life he is he's everything he's literally an inventor he's uh he does code he he can create the electrical grid if he wanted in the u.s he's he's um former marine he's a martial art expert tech expert like literally the most brilliant mind and I'm obsessed with him. He's James Bond, basically. <laughs> wow, I yeah. see his movie. Yeah, so I, that's why I'm like, oh, he would know how to decode. I'd be like, we would have Thanksgiving dinner, okay? So every holiday, he'd be here. Until my mom got sick, everybody kind of started going their different ways because it was just kind of a tough time. But, um, but every holiday, AJ would be on his computer <laughs> coding at Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he'd like insert into the conversation, but then he'd be creating some like robot. Right now he's working on some AI robot um, that's going to be doing doing crazy things. I don't know. He's insane. I love him. Wow. Um, anyhow, we have to get to the queen. The queen. Um, Flobo, are you ready for this? I am. You've interviewed Charlotte exciting. before, right? For Raw? I for have not. This is going to be a treat to have, wow. uh, I guess, virtual tea or coffee with the queen. Damn. I thought you'd interviewed her for our After Buzz Raw show. No. Well, if she wants to do that show, it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. All right. Well, guys, Charlotte Flair is a WWE superstar, a 12-time women's champion whose name and likeness uh, synonymous with the WWE brand. She's been uh, reigning for almost a decade. She ascended to fan favorite status, impressively continuing the legacy established by her father, my favorite, Ric Flair. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, Charlotte Flair! Hi. Hi, Maria. <laughs> How are you? I think you're my dad's favorite, too. Oh, I love him. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. Of course. Of course. I, I don't know if you know, but Flobo is on with us. He hosts our uh, after show at After Buzz for Raw. You might even do another one for us, don't you? Raw NXT. NXT, yeah. Um, so he's always awesome. talking about your matches. And so I invited him to be a part of this with us. Um, first and foremost, you look gorgeous and radiant. Oh, thank you. Where are I don't know you, how. <laughs> where are you quarantining? Are you in Florida? I'm in Florida. Yes. Yeah. How's Which it has been, been nice uh, since I've had the opportunity to work all three brands. I think yeah. living somewhere else would have been pretty difficult, but uh, making the best of it. My husband says hi, by the way. Um, I said hello. I'm pretty sure you're his favorite, too. He always he's like i love her we need to get to know her better we have to have them over for dinner my like, honey everyone's in quarantine <laughs> there are no dinners we can't we can't do dinner with charlotte but we will at some point when the world gets back on its axis um how has quarantine life been for you professionally i think it's been 
such an opportunity to grow as a performer. Like take the challenge, take what's given to you. And uh, I feel as if I'm doing some of my best work because, I mean, yes, now we have a little bit of a live audience. It's not compared to a full arena Mm -hmm. with other talent in the company, but it's just how do you captivate an audience sitting at home, not going, wait, there's no one cheering or booing or chants, but you're so invested in the story. And part of what makes WWE so special is the fan base. Mm -hmm. So not having that, how do you still intrigue the viewers? Um, So it's been such a growing process. Like I was thinking, you know, yes, WrestleMania is supposed to be the biggest show of the year on the grandest stage but having it outside of the performance center with no other life sports going on, you go, okay, this has the potential of being the most watched WrestleMania of all time. So I go, how do you steal the show and set yourself apart from others? Um, so professionally it's been great. And personally it's been great too, having this time at home with Manny. Cause usually our relationship has been on the road, hotel rooms, arenas, um, and we just got a new place. So decorating, being at home, sleeping in the same room <laughs> for more than like three nights has been uh, great. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure I, your I, body I feel, is good. Yeah, my body's loving it and built a gym at home. So it's been good. Yeah. I mean, you guys, I've said this before, are the hardest workers, hands down, I think, in any industry. What you put your bodies through day in and day out, um, in the ring, um, on the road traveling. Um, so I have been so happy that you guys get that break to recharge. Do you feel like having this break 10 years in for you is going to allow you to have a longer career than you may have had before? So knock on wood, I, my body feels great. Like I'm the oldest I've ever been, but I feel the best I've ever felt. Um, I do think it is a nice break from being on planes and cars constantly, but what it's, it's more, it's made me realize that I don't take time for things Mm -hmm. like going on a walk outside, riding my bike, uh, walking in the park, just enjoying like five minutes. That's what I've like, wow, I really have gone straight six years. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Not just taking a walk in the park and like letting yourself decompress. So I feel like that's going to add 
a longer shelf life to my career, just mentally resting versus physically, if that makes any sense. Totally. Totally. We talk about that on the show all the time. Our brains, you know, need that break no different than a muscle, you know, it's the same thing. Like you, you we're overusing them, if anything. Um, so yeah, I mean, and, and the fact that you're able to weave through all of the different companies now, um, tell me what that has been like for you. It, I feel like it's just making me grow as a performer and it, I need to take a second and realize, okay, they have this much confidence in me to know that, okay, we can just put Charlotte here, here, and here, and she'll make it work. So I wish I could just have that much confidence in myself going, okay, they're giving me the platforms just go with it. But uh, it's just been great to be in each locker room, like especially going back to NXT and seeing how much it's changed and seeing like, when I was in NXT, we were trying to get these opportunities. We were trying, you know, to earn respect. We were trying to grow the brand. Now it's a third brand on, on USA. Mm-hmm. So going down there and seeing the girls and how much more, opportunities they have and how much more polished they will be and ready when, if they do get drafted to raw or SmackDown. Um, but it, it's, it's been great. Yeah. I saw it feels you, like no uh, more brand split for me. It feels like, Oh, well I'm just on the working every show. You're just everywhere. Um, I <laughs> yeah. saw you with Chelsea green. I think it was last week. Flobo and I were talking about this. Um, I thought that was so cool. Yeah, I, um, I love her. She has her, um, valet. Like you always see the girl, the, the, the woman with the man is a valet, but I love the fact that here is this statuesque, beautiful woman and she's got her valet. That's yep. like the best part of their act. <laughs> I love it. Me too. <laughs> it it's hilarious. Yeah. We, we love that as well. Um, still brand, I love it. <laughs> yeah, Flobo, I'm gonna let you yeah. jump in here because I know you have so many burning questions too. I don't want to monopolize so it, the conversation it, here. It's better together. It's a wellness show, Ms. Flair. Uh, a lot of people have said, uh, spilled a lot of ink about the Flair connection, but you and I both know you put the work in to be where you are today. I mean, what has been your approach to learning the craft, the art, and science of wrestling to keep you on that cutting edge for so many years? I think it's being able to realize that I don't know it all. Like I think there, some people have a hard time getting feedback or criticism or think they know it all. For, for me, it's like, I still want to learn. Like I'm still learning to this day. I learned something from that tag match with Chelsea. I learned something from takeover. I learned something last, like I'm, I still want to develop. I still want to learn. I still want to evolve. And it's just that eagerness and and the chip on my shoulder that everyone goes, oh, well, she's just a flare. Like nepotism. Oh, yeah. We've been hearing a lot about that lately. Oh, I see that word all the time. (laughs) It's 
I mean, if anyone really does the research, when I started at FCW, which is now NXT, my dad wasn't even with the company. Like, I don't even know what standing my dad had with the company at that time. Um, so yes, growing up around wrestling and my dad having relationships, uh, with the McMahons and Triple H and whatever people like to say, but, uh, I made myself the reliable one in terms of set, like, I don't know how to put it. You did the work. I think it's just, I'm damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't. People are always going to think that. It's just the way it is yeah. when you have a famous uh, parent in the same industry. But when you see um, the I, athleticism that you display out there, it is obvious that without <laughs> the last name, you would still be the queen. But I think, I, I, I think it's hard for people to see past that sometimes. Because yeah, everyone's a critic. People don't want to accept someone as just, okay, well, she's good. So many assholes, so little time. Whoa, I just <laughs> yeah. said it. You said it. I said yeah, it. But it's, it's just, true. Everybody has to have their, their opinion and their, their, yeah. their limited view of things. You work so hard and you care so much. And you put your body on the line maybe more than any female I've ever seen. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just, it's just, I, I think the issue is a lot of what has helped me in my career is I'm consistent. Um, maybe I'll never be as high. Maybe I'll never be as low, but I am able to stay in the game always. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never give people a chance or an opportunity to miss me. So either the audience takes me for granted or they don't. Um, and that I think adds as well to, oh, well, she's a flare. She shoved down her throats. It's just, I've been reliable. Do you worry that you're overexposed? No, I mean, I sometimes get more frustrated because it's so hard for people to see past. Okay. Charlotte's always in the picture, but this isn't her storyline. She is just a tool to help build what they're trying to build. And I think that's the frustrating part. Cause I know that mm-hmm. it's You're people seeing past. We always see Charlotte on screen, <laughs> but I'm not necessarily the push or the focus and it's hard for people to she's on the screen to see past my presence because I'm just a tool in the story. Yeah. Yeah. We have a, um, a great question from uh, our chat. Evangelina wants to know um, what's it like for you without Becky? <sighs> well, I, th- I think after WrestleMania, we both had so much going on and we're both in relationships now. Like we, cause before we were together 24 seven. Um, it's weird, but in this business time just flies. So when she comes back, it's really going to feel like she's only been gone for like two months. Mm-hmm. And even that feels like an eternity. Um, but it is, it feels like, a different era now. It's like, wow, one of the four horsewomen 
is going to be a mother. Mm-hmm. Like we've come that, that far, that full circle. And uh, to, personally to see her have this, you know, whirlwind of a ride the last two years and then to top it off with like a brand new family. It's like, it couldn't be any more of a fairy tale. Yeah. I think. Does it make you think of your own fairy tale and babies? I try not to go there because I feel like I'm such a control freak (laughs) that I want to control every single step. And when I do that, I drive myself crazy. So I'm just going to let what happens happens. I mean, of course I think about it because of my age, but being able to face Trish Stratus at SummerSlam and seeing her as a mother of two and being like considered the greatest of all time, come back and do her thing and have the best show or have the best match on the show. I go, you don't need to worry about when and why and where. Yeah. So if, if Charlotte Flair is controlling, (laughs) what would you, how would you lay it out for yourself? If you could write it now, okay, this is when I'm going to have children. These are the circumstances. This is how it's going to work out. How would you write the, the, your fairy tale? It's not about writing my fairy tale. It's about believing that I could have these things in my fairy tale. Cause it's like, I never envisioned myself as a WWE superstar at 25. And then all of a sudden at 27, I'm starting an NXT. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Then all of a sudden I'm becoming the first Wow, raw women's champion retiring the divas title then main eventing wrestlemania and doing all these things it's like life just switched for me because i never had something that i dreamed about or envisioned for myself i just i played sports i played volleyball in college and like that was it but i always felt like okay something's a little off i'm lost i'm just personal training like is this it for life so it's a matter of like okay i've come this far like do do I want to branch out and try to do movies? Do I want to try to do a series? You know, I feel like everything has just happened so fast and I don't know how I got here. So how do I have that new set of goals to go, no, you can make it in Hollywood or you can do this or you can have your own show. It's just a matter of like sitting down and saying, okay, I know you were scared to start wrestling and you're scared to do this. How do you write the rest of your fairy tale? I don't know. 
I don't know if it's just because I've been so go, go, go in WWE. I don't know how to write that fairy tale. Yeah. Is it that you don't know how to kind of slow it down to make kids feel a part of your reality? Because I, I, it sounds like you do want kids at some point, right? Oh, I definitely, yeah. I want the whole fairy tale. I want th- four kids. I want three kids, four kids. I want all of it. It's just... I don't know how, like, I, this isn't just it now. And then I go have kids. Like, I just don't know. Like I do, I really want to try to be an action hero in a movie, but how long does that take? And I, I don't know. I don't know how to write it. Got it. Yeah. It's, it's a hard thing. I think for women in our time to figure out, how to have everything we want, right? Yes. So it sounds like, you know, you're contemplating the idea of a career in movies and you know that it's going to take just as much effort, just as much work as it took for you to yeah. get to where you are in the WWE. So then you look at that timeline, you're like, shit, where do I fit kids into this? Yeah, and right? the part of the thing is, if I want to do that, it's like, well, I don't want to, excuse my language, but half-ass it. Like I didn't half-ass WWE. Like I have spent every second, minute, day, week, month. I mean, just building this brand. And so, if I go, if I try to transition or try to, like, I can't even figure out how to branch out outside of Charlotte. Like, what what does Ashley want? What does Ashley want to do? Like, what do I enjoy? You know, you know. But it's like, okay, well, yeah, I could maybe say after next year, after next year's mania, I start trying to have kids or my first child. It's like, well, then what do I do in those nine months? Is that when I try to grow the outside brand and then come back wrestling? But I need, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Have you thought about freezing eggs so that you're safe? Someone said that to me. Yeah. Um, I actually have thought about it. No, I have not done it. <laughs> yeah, because I'm glad I, mean, I, I did. Um, tomorrow was like, Manny, I want children. He's like, okay. Yeah. Like, is he ready to go? <laughs> ready to go. Is he like? <laughs> does he like want it now? Like Kevin's every day. When are we doing this? When are we doing this? I'm like, honey, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and I can't carry. We need to wait till surrogate things open up, and <laughs> we have things that need to happen. You know. Yeah. No, he's ready. He. I think. Yes, he would be, but I just, I don't know when's the right time. So I go, am I selling myself short, not trying to reach for yeah, bigger things? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing that I prescribe. I'm now the doctor in the house. <laughs> I think Charlotte needs to be listening to Better Together. Not like necessarily, you don't have to worry about our like celebrity interviews, although our celebrity interviews go so deep, they're great, but we have so many incredible um, gurus and teachers that will help you find the answers to all of those questions, I think. I really think so. Yeah. That's, I would love some answers. <laughs> yeah, I do. I really believe that. That's what we do here every day. We have those deep conversations with people who can help us find our way. And I think you're in that kind of pivotal moment of of wanting to figure out, okay, I know there's a next step, but which one is it? There's a few here. Yeah. 
And so, um, and I think it's the, and I know you cannot dwell on the past. I know, (laughs) but it's like, man, why did I figure out life so late? (laughs) I know it's not late, but like I'm in a locker room full of 20 year olds. Like how old are you now, Charlotte? What? How old are you now? 34. Oh my God. You're still so young. No, I'm still so young. I think that. But I go, I'm in a locker room with 24-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. <laughs> of course. Do you know? And, the, and by no means am I comparing, like, careers. Like, they have a long way to go in the company. But I just go, man, I wish at 24, like, I just had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know what? The, I wasn't put together. I didn't have... I don't know. Everything happens in its time. And here's the thing. You will now be a new path. As you carve your path, all of the people that look up to you are going to see another way, whatever that way is, right? So, so, you know, there are people in the chat who are like, God, it sucks that she feels pressure to be her own brand, right? Or to have to worry so much. I know for women, we all worry about our careers. I did too. I'm like, okay, I I still have so much to do. If I have kids, I'm locked down. That's it. Because if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. (laughs) Right. I don't want to be like half-assing motherhood either. Um, so yeah, so I understand exactly what you're saying. I'm 42 as of yesterday. So I'm happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I was not on social media yesterday. Do not worry. Happy birthday. Do not worry. But, you know, I I feel the same thing. Like, now I feel like I'm too old. Now, as of, like, the last couple months, I'm like, shit, I'm tired. How am I going to chase after kids now? We're so old. We're going to be 90 when they're, like, graduating high school. (laughs) No. Well, there's a woman that I trained before when I was in my 20s. I didn't think she had her. She actually... I mean, she didn't adopt or anything like her. She had her, I think, first child at 40 and had another at 43. Mm-hmm. So I just go, I mean, I know they say the ri- there's risk or there's not risk. I don't don't know. But I, I, I've i seen just so many women having kids later in life. Yeah. Like there's no time now for women. I just think you're the queen. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, I just that's what I think. I also wonder have you guys yeah, thought Yeah, you say that, but, like, that's the thing. Like, sh- who I am in Charlotte, yes, they are. I pull things from me for that character, but, like, I built this character of this woman I wanted to be. Doesn't necessarily mean I'm Charlotte. Does that, like, my dad is Ric Flair. Yep. Ric Flair. Yes. Yeah. Like... There are like there are things about my character that are me, but not. I don't. I'm not as put together as like I feel like my character is like the most put together woman ever, except when she uses a kendo stick. (laughs) I'm dead. I wonder if you guys thought about doing your own reality show like Ms. and Mrs. Manny and I. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, we we talked about it and the only reason I was never really a part of total divas was because of the aspect of me and my dad 
and trying to separate myself and building my brand. And I just don't know if I ever wanted to take it or if I ever wanted Hollywood to take me serious. I didn't know if the reality route was the way to go, Got it. even though it's such great exposure. And like, I can't thank total divas and total Bellas enough for the different demographics they have opened for us. Like it's incredible, but I just don't know if that was the right thing for me. Cause it's, it's not just me. It's my dad. It's my mom, my, my brother, my sister. Like I've been in, my dad's been in the limelight my whole life. I just yeah. didn't know if it was the right thing. And I think for Manny, he's so new in his career. Yeah. Like I would rather, or we both would rather him build his brand. And then if that's something we'd want to do in like two or three years for sure, but I think that's very hard when you're trying to build your own brand and establish yourself apart from, from either your spouse or the parents. Yeah. Have you, cause even when I do things now, people are like, well, would you want to do it with your dad? Yes. And it would be so entertaining, so entertaining, but I never want people to go, okay, her brand relies on her father. Yeah, you know, you know, I watched a really cool video this morning from Esther Hicks. It's going to be in our Patreon this week. And she was like, stop caring what anybody else thinks. Do what Charlotte wants to do. She's like, she kept telling the woman she was coaching, repeat yeah. after me. Why did you decide to do a reality show with your dad? Isn't that more nepotism? It's because I wanted to do it. Charlotte, next question. Um, did you, you know, did you really think that this was a good idea? Yeah, it's because I wanted I wanted to do it. Um, next question. Um, what did it, it's because I wanted to do it. It's because I wanted to do it. It's because I wanted to do it. You need to just do what you want to do <laughs> and let go of fear at this point. But I also have to ask, all of this begs the question, when you have other WWE superstars who have gone on, and had incredible careers in Hollywood like The Rock and John Cena. Have you spoken to them at all and asked their advice? I have not. Oh, Charlotte. I know, I know. Why? Because I, I, I think it would be a half-assed conversation. I have to be ready. I, I like... I would need to be ready and I'd want a team to help me be ready. Like, I think part of it, what, it, what makes WWE so special is like, I have a small group of people that are like my team. Does that like, even though they're not my team, like they'd be there regardless. Like JJ, uh, there's another Love. woman, Kasama. I, I have a few people that I go to, to help, you know, build this character over the last few years. So I'd want that a part of, or if I made the transition and someone guide me, like what's right, what's wrong. This is a good role. This is a bad role. You need acting less. Like I want to be prepared. And mm -hmm. I don't know if that's more fear that I'm already prepared. I just need to jump in. I don't know. I just haven't. And I'm sure I could talk to them. I just yeah. haven't. Yeah. Reach out to them and just ask them what, what do you think is this, you know, yeah. what do you think and what would it take and what would I need to be prepared for? And who would I start? I actually with? thought about messaging Batista another and one him through the other yeah. day. Cause yeah. 
Yeah. Because seeing his journey has been incredible. Totally. Huge. Even just in the last like couple years since Guardians of the Galaxy. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like you're wrestling with so many questions that if you take the dialogue outside of your internal dialogue and go talk to people (laughs) that have gone through it, they can give you the pros and cons. They can give you a path. They can give you, you know, teams like they could easily say, you know what, Charlotte, here's the team that I think would be amazing for you. Because when you're on the inside, like, you know, for example, I know a lot of the players. I know who's amazing. And I and you just start to know their personalities and you know your personality. You're like, okay, I think this could be a good mix. You should go meet this person. You should go meet that person. I think you need to start engaging in conversations. This way you can yeah. kind of either go forward or put it to the rest and say, okay, well, then here's the other step that I want to take. Maybe I got to go investigate that. And yeah. 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 The best decisions in life always start with, ah, screw it, you know, or I'm doing it anyway. Oh, oh, (laughs) screw it. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) I love that. Um, I know y'all, like, this is, sounds so silly, but like, I never wore a robe until WrestleMania 32. And that was so, that was like one of those things. No, I did it because I wanted to, just because I was like, ah, my dad wore a robe. Do I wear a robe? Oh, it was was epic. Screw it. I'm going to wear a robe. Yeah. It turned into like the best the best. I have like 15. Oh my God. Can you imagine if you let go of the bricks and bricks and yeah. bricks you're carrying, worrying about what other people are going to say when you have to live in your truth and you know what you've put behind all of your work, everything you have done, you have earned your place. Forget about everybody else and just do what Charlotte wants. That's but it. that's what, but like on a and then storytelling <laughs> note, no, but that's what I've like ever since <clears throat> my feud with Becky, I really had this struggle of like, no, I'm a good guy. They need to cheer me. Like I had, like, I don't want to get into it, but from a growing standpoint of I'm just going to, the character is just going to do whatever she wants. That storyline with Becky, with the, she was supposed to be the bad guy and I was supposed to be the good guy. And it was. That's not how the fans felt, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> to say the least. I took that, and after Survivor Series with Ronda Rousey, I just go, this character is going to do whatever she wants. She's not good. She's not bad. She's just the queen. And yes. I can do that now. Um, and I think that's what's allowing me to be able to work all three brands and not worry about playing a certain role. Just what would the character do? I just need to get there on a personal note outside of different projects. Cause I feel that way uh, in my current role now in the, like in the business, I feel like Charlotte can do whatever she wants. True. Do you consider yourself a role model? Yes. <laughs> With a bullet. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, especially, I mean, just the, the, the athleticism and all like I, a part the female empowerment groups I'm a part of and how much I, I positivity I hope my social media promotes um, and then the one thing my character never does is I never um, use cheap insults or like to discredit someone like if you ever look at my storylines I never make fun of someone's appearance I never like body shame. Like that's a huge no, no to, to me. So like I, even though I am the bad guy, it's more of like an arrogant role. Like that I'm better than you. I never use other things to put others down. 
So even though people might not look at it that way, but if you look at my character over the years, I've never done that. Yeah. So what's the one thing that people get wrong about Charlotte Flair? I mean, there's a lot of things we talked about misconceptions, but what's the biggest thing people get wrong? <clears throat> my last name. And I'm always in the title picture. I love it. We're but if talk- you look at my last like five title reigns, it was just, they weren't for me. <laughs> so that's the misconception because I'm always in people's face, I think. Yeah. Well, we love you in our face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is going to get clipped out and put on like, My dad like a talk soup or like, something honey. bad. I can tell right now. I know what I just did was definitely <laughs> going to be taken the wrong way. <laughs> All right. Um, we have to talk about evolution um, because um, that's going to be tonight, right? The re-airing of it. Yes. What did that mean to you? <clears throat> Becky and I just wanted to steal the show. And doing it with my best friend and having these little moments like coming, like Becky built... Uh, all the a pile of chairs on me and coming through the ch- I, the the moments, the friendship, um, the audience booing me when they announced me and cheering her and how the storyline started and being on the card with Lita and Trish, Rhonda and the Bellas and seeing the future girls from NXT. It was just. to know that her and I had the capability or what it took to steal the show with having all women from the past, present, and the future. Uh, it was just incredible. So cool. I can't wait to rewatch tonight. We're going to be on uh, backstage chatting it up, um, which is, is fun. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but the chair I sit in every day, let me show you. WrestleMania 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I have like 30 of those in my garage and I usually use them for Zoom calls, but I pulled out a nice white chair. Oh, that's so funny. I love my chairs. I have from all my manias, I have my chairs. And of course, this is the chair I sit in uh, here on the show. I thought that would be funny for you to see. Yeah. Um, Any any final questions, uh, Flobo, before we let Miss Charlotte go on with the rest of her day? So we talked about the balance between what Charlotte wants and what Ashley wants. I'm so thankful that you're able to share that aspect uh, with us. Uh, but what what do you do to get into that character before you go through that curtain? Now, what do you do to say, okay, now it's time for Charlotte to hit the stage? You know, sometimes I'm sitting in the back and I go, even to this day, like even before takeover, which you wouldn't think I'd be nervous, but I was just as nervous. Uh, as a mania, I, I go, gosh, am I going to be able to, to get to that queen presence? I'm not feeling it right now. It's raining. (laughs) I don't know. I've got a little hole in my pantyhose. (laughs) Like I'm like, and then just something, my music hits, I walk out that curtain and I go, this is where I feel most alive. I, there's nothing I love more than just being in that ring. I just, I don't know. I don't know how I get there. It's... Yeah. 
Oh my God. It's the best I, music ever. There's like a, I don't give myself a prep talk or I don't give myself a pep talk. I just, I don't know. It's just, I hit that music. I walk through gorilla and I just go, mm-hmm. I'm Charlotte flair. And I don't, I, it's, it's weird. I, if you were, if we were in practice, right. And we were walking through things. Um, actually I can tell like when I would, when some producers would walk through stuff with me, be like, Oh no, Charlotte, it needs to be this way. It needs to be this way. It needs to be this way. And then slowly over time they learned, okay, she is a game time player. Like, I just don't, that's, I just do well under pressure. Yeah. Like I might not get it right in rehearsal, but it's, it's been done enough times where they go, okay, we know she's screwing up in rehearsal or she's not giving the same emotion, but she's going to get it when we know the the red light is on. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. I, I have the same thing, by the way, in the same way. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I have to also ask, um, who is impressing you most in each division? In each division? Yeah. In, the, in terms of women. Well, I have to give credit to two ladies in NXT, but for Rhea to be put in the position she was, like, I don't know what it would have been like in NXT if someone said, oh, hey, by the way, you're at WrestleMania this year. Like, in two months. Be ready. Because that story just came out of nowhere. Like, that was not in the, that was not the plan. That wasn't in the books. That was just fly on the moment, right? And... Um, I talked to her before the match and I said, bring it. And she did exactly what she needed to do. And that's a lot of pressure to have on someone. So Rhea meant like, like to have that mental calmness and she was able to get through it. Um, kudos to her, but, uh, having the opportunity to be in the ring with EO, cause you hear her a lot. Like, you know, she's considered one of the greats. She's traveled all over the world. Um, just being in there with her, the way she moves, she's so quick. She's so solid. Um, so I just like, I, I didn't get to wrestle you enough. I want more. Um, and just her kind of the loner uh, aspect she tries to play and the look, I love it. Uh, with Raw right now, who's impressing me, Um Man, I know Ruby Riot has it. I think uh, she is a natural baby face. Um, and when they give her the ball and let her run with it, I think she's she has a very uh, similar page element to her. No matter how t- how hard you try to be bad, like people love you, they relate to you. You're like one of them, and she has that like cool. This is me. This is who I am. Look. And then on SmackDown, um, man, I love Nikki Cross. She's another, like, she just radiates on your screen. Like, when she runs down and she's all crazy, like, she is just another, like, I consider her, like, a white meat baby face. Like, that's who she is. She's just bubbly. She's nice. She's that, she has all that energy. Um, when those two have the opportunity 
to shine, they will. I love it. Um, last question. Which Marvel superhero would you want to be? <gasps> oh. yes! So I just finished all the Marvels in order. <laughs> did you? Um, Homework did. time. It took, like three, it took three weeks. Um, Doesn't have to be Marvel, but I feel like Marvel is probably, it, it can be any superhero. Fine. We'll, we'll make it anything, but. Since well, you just saw after Marvel. watching the last 22, if I was playing a bad guy, I'd love to be Thor's sister, Hela, and have like, a, like a, a whole like film telling her story. Um, because I always, always wanted to be Maleficent. Like I felt like that was a perfect fit. Like her wings were clipped from her and then, she was bad and then she was good in the last movie. Um, but I guess Marvel right now, I'd want to play Hella. Okay. I love it. Charlotte, you're yeah. so fun. This was so cool. <laughs> I love it. I, um, I love chatting with you and, uh, I hope you take me up on my prescription. I'll send you, yes. you know what? I'll send you a few catered to what I think will help you. How about that? Okay. I will do please. the work. I will I will meditate on it after and I will send you a few different shows that I think will help you on your way. Awesome. Thank uh, you, Maria. Thanks. I have a new number. I'll text you. Oh, okay, perfect. Please <laughs> do. Please do. Um love you. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week. And oh, I'll see you tonight on backstage. Yes. <laughs> We'll talk later. I forgot all about that. Um, of course, Evolution is going to be re-airing tonight on FS1. Um, Charlotte Flair, you can find her on Instagram at Charlotte WWE, at Ms. Charlotte WWE on Twitter. Um, oh, and she's gone. Poof, just like that. Uh, Today I learned the queen is just like us, you know, know, with dreams and hopes and fears and drives. It's just so, so great. It's so great to pick the mind of one of the greatest wrestling minds working today. I know, right? Pretty fun. You never know where these conversations are going to go. I just kind of, I just kind of go with the flow, Flobo. I didn't hey. mean that, but I just did it. Oh, who's cheesier than me? <laughs> Someone take this chair and throw it over my head. Um, I'm excited to hear that she and Andrade are considering kids. She yeah. said on air that that's like might be in the picture. So yeah. that would be a very talented, you know, I know we laugh about the nepotism element of her family, but if Charlotte Flair and Andrade had a kid, he or she is bound for that ring. I'm sure. We shall see. We shall see. Thank you guys as always for joining us um, for any of our new WWE friends that have tuned in to hear the queen herself. I hope you guys will join us every day. We do have really, really, incredible chats with some of the greatest minds in the world that will help you in your journey, just like they're going to help Charlotte and hers. Cause I'm going to send her a few episodes. Uh, Flobo, my prescription for you is to listen to Dr. Uh, no, Jim quick from yesterday. Ooh, Dr. Dan Siegel. The other day was amazing too. I think you'll really love them. Um, but uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for all you do at after buzz. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. And we'll see you again soon. And thank you guys. Um, Tomorrow, podcaster entrepreneur Ed Milet will be on the show. In the meantime, be nice people, make good choices, and be present.
Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.